KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. J. Edgar Hoover was the peerlessly powerful and widely feared director of the FBI over the course of almost five decades, and he saw himself in a constant state of war against radicals, gangsters, communists, and any politicians, including presidents, who tried to get in his way. J. Edgar, with Leonardo DiCaprio in the title role, is at war with itself. Clint Eastwood's investigation of Hoover's life seeks the cold facts behind the crime fighter myths, the flesh-and-blood man behind the doer demeanor and the rumors of homosexuality. But Eastwood's ponderous direction, a clumsy script by Dustin Lance Black, and thick slatherings of old-age makeup turn the film into a partially animated waxworks. The production's internal conflict goes beyond style. J. Edgar is unsparing, and its portrait of Hoover is a ruthless, self-dramatizing, and sometimes delusional zealot, as well as a patriot by his own lights and a proponent of modern criminal science. DiCaprio's approach is equally unsparing. He refuses to spare himself. His Hoover is more to be censured than pitied, an obsessive-compulsive creep with the vocal rhythms of a ball-peen hammer and a gimlet-eyed gift for blackmail. Naomi Watts is Helen Gandy, Hoover's endlessly loyal private secretary. She's stuck with an opaque character, dreadful dialogue, and the sort of age makeup that should never deface as lovely a face as hers. At the same time, the movie offers a love story in which the hero struggles with his closeted love for Clyde Tolson. That's the FBI agent who came to be known as Hoover's constant companion. He's played by Army Hammer, who manages to make Tolson appealing and fitfully interesting. But we should say his supposedly closeted love. If there was a closet, it stayed tightly shut, so the movie's sexual content is mostly conjecture. In principle, biography should do what J. Edgar tries to do, reveal an inner life, whether or not the subject is outwardly appealing. There's a certain logic to Lance Black's having done the screenplay. He won an Oscar for writing Milk, with Sean Penn as the gay activist Harvey Milk. This script, though, has scenes that cross the line from awkward to embarrassing, not because the lovers are gay or getting to be long in the tooth, but because they're written and observed as mawkish relics rather than passionate individuals who speak and behave in the idioms of their day. Legendary power and its abuse always hold the potential for powerful drama. The trick is in the telling. This latest attempt to tell Hoover's story doesn't lack for ambition, only for expertise. Even if the personal side had been sharper and livelier, the historical side jumps back and forth in time without getting the feel of any period quite right. Fingerprints figured significantly in the Bureau's evolution. At first, Hoover called them finger patterns or finger imprints. Whatever you want to call the ones that besmudge J. Edgar... They are evidence of heavy hands. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.